Hi, I'm Sarah, the mom of a six-year-old and a three-year-old. And I'm Claire, the mom of an eight-year-old and a six-year-old. We're two friends in the middle of the country, in the middle of parenting, in the middle of our careers, and in the middle of just about everything. Hello, welcome back to the middle of everything. Hey guys, we're back after a break. We had all the things happen. I finally, I think I finally shook my sickness. I you haven't had right. a, I haven't had a coughing fit in, you know, the last couple hours. So that's a good thing. I've done, I've had vitamin C every day, elderberry syrup every day, which I am now on the train of and I'm going to start making my own because I swear that helped. Um, like every home remedy you can think of, I have now officially tried. And I think some combination of all of those things has helped get what rid of it. Just actual drugs. No. Oh. <laughs> well, it's just a cold. Like, you know what I mean? I, what are they going to do about that? I don't think there's much. Uh, for symptoms, there they is. They can do. I mean, they can't. You can't. I, mean, I did a, virus, a little bit of NyQuil, but okay. that makes me um, like edgy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. Like, it, it actually, I sleep worse when I take mm-hmm. NyQuil. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's like I'm sort of asleep, but I'm also awake at the mm-hmm. same time but any oh. literally the wind could blow the wrong direction and i would have a bad night's sleep so that's just how i roll so elderflower syrup elderberry elderberry syrup elderberry i had syrup. a wonderful friend bring some to me last week and then i found out yesterday that you can just i mean she made it but i thought it took some kind of magic and then someone yesterday was telling me that it's really easy to make on your own so i need to like google that and figure out how to make that happen cuz they were saying you basically just take it from like november to february and that's what i've been doing like i like morning night and i just have it in my fridge so every time i open the fridge i just take a swig of it and it seems to be it's supposed to help with your immune system and all that. So I don't know. Something's worked right. and I'm happy about it. Then I'm happy too. Yes. So I've been sick. My kids have been sick. Have you guys, you haven't been sick at all. No, we don't get sick. I don't, yeah. We're, what is happening? We're Vikings. I don't know. It's just the thing. Good you know? night. And I, I wonder, because my kids at two different schools like pick up the germs at different mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. and then it all filters back. And Yeah. We went through that classic like early, you know, early childhood, weekly ear infection, yeah. whatever, like terribleness yes. of sort of like two, one, two, like yeah. my kids mm-hmm. were sick all the time, ear tubes were magic and got rid of that. And then, but yeah, since then, just, you know, we just don't really just get sick. sturdy. I, I like we it. We have sturdy constitutions. <laughs> That's exactly right. We can eat anything. There's no motion sickness. There's no allergies with the exception of this, like, milk sensitivity my oldest has, has going on. But oh. yeah, we don't get sick. That's good. I mean... Now we a hundred percent are going to get sick. Because yeah, because you that. said it right. Um, elderflower, so elder, really elderberry, cool. elderflower. What did I just say? Elderberry. elderberry. Okay. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if they're the same or different, or if one I'm doesn't sure it's exist. The same plant. Yeah, I'm sure it's the berry and the flower from the elder plant, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. Okay, let's let's pretend like we both know that. Okay, okay. Let's say it really convincingly, and then I do know my friend that gave me the syrup is planting an elderberry farm, and they will. I guess mm-hmm. that's going to be their thing. So. I know that at least a handful of main characters from Harry Potter had elder wands, like made oh, out of the wood. Oh, yes. Okay. So. It's a tree and or vine. I feel like we should know sort. more 
about it. Okay. Let's make it a project. (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned for a follow-up episode on elder, wood, flower, and berry. We'll talk about all things elder (laughs) as part of our holiday extravaganza. Oh, man. Netflix special, Elder Millennial. Have we talked about this yet? What? Yeah. It's amazing. I'm assuming this is not related to... No, no. Nothing to do with the wood, berry, or flower. Um, Eliza Schlesinger's uh, newest... Netflix special. Oh, is this the comedian? Yeah. Okay. It's called Elder Millennial, and it's so fucking funny. I've heard of this, but I have not yeah. seen it. Yeah. So, so she's as like an elder, I was gonna say so you are an elder millennial. She's just like, I think I posted on my Insta feed, like, um, like, oh my god, my inner monologue has a Netflix special. Now. I love like, it. it. Just everything she was saying, I'm sure, has come up in conversation. So, I, if I'm an old bitter Gen Xer, am I gonna enjoy it? <laughs> yes, I still think. <laughs> As a as a mocking of yes. all the elder millennials that I know, yes, I think you would be into it. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh! Okay, so on top of all of these factors, we posted last week. Part of our reason for not having an episode is that we both have had um, a fair amount of work travel happening. I know you have especially had some. We both had it last week, kind of overlapping at the same time. Hence the schedule issue. And I've got a little bit more coming up. So we thought before we jump into all the holiday extravaganza episodes, which are going to be amazing, FYI, uh, we would do our sort of history tips, tricks, discussion, tangents, as (laughs) usual, I'm sure, on work travel. So uh, should we take a break and come back? Thanks for listening. You can find us online at themiddleofeverythingpodcast.com, on Instagram or Facebook at The Middle of Everything, and on Twitter at T-M-O-E Podcast. And if you like the show, don't forget to review us on iTunes. It helps. Thanks. Bye. And we're back. <laughs> it's so weird. That, that break was like two seconds it was. in real life. It, I don't know what you guys just heard yeah. on the pod, but in real life it was pressing stop and then pressing start like behind the scenes magic. Yeah. Just telling, telling all the secrets. Okay. So you go? where were you last I week? was in Bentonville, Arkansas. Love it. Oh, I don't often spend the night there because it can, it's a day trip from mm-hmm. Tulsa usually, but um, another rep, sort of a, um, we don't work for the same company, but our companies are complementary. We have more or less the same clients. So she and I traveled together and did a client event one night. So we were there total three days, two nights, more or less, just over to Arkansas. How about you? I was in Dallas. So you went east. I went south. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I was there for... I drove in on Sunday and then drove back on late Thursday night. So I was there doing some filming for work. And it was, Ooh, yeah, that sounds it was, fun. It was really fun. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, no complaints. Like, I love my job. Nice. It was really, really great. But, um, but yeah, still four nights away, just like on the lead up to Thanksgiving. Yeah. And so I just feel like this weekend completely snuck up on me. We were, mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody actually this morning about the weekend after Thanksgiving, which to me for so long has felt like a really long way away. Right. And then um, he stopped and corrected me and he's like, that's the Saturday. And I, I argued with him. I was like, and he's like, no, Claire, it's the Saturday. Yeah. Like, trust me. Look at the that. calendar. Like, there are dates. Slow your roll. Trust mm. me. So, yeah. No, it was um, – yeah. It can make life hectic. And so what we were kind of thinking is we would start at the beginning of our work travel 
journey. I guess that's like a weird way to put it, right? <laughs> um, so what I was wondering, um, have you always had to travel like since your kids were babies? Like mm-hmm. how did that work with your job when you first came in with kiddos? So my very first job at the company I'm in now required a ton of travel, like mm-hmm. almost – 50%, maybe more. And wow. I was um, traveling to events all over. I had the western half of the U.S. and Canada. Mm-hmm. So there were sort of four or five cities that I traveled to a lot. And, mm-hmm. I, and I did it really frequently and, and for sort of longer stints, right. like three and four days. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was what I was doing, you know, leading up to and and, and getting pregnant you right. know, the first time. So then when... Oliver was born when I came back from maternity leave. I had immediately transitioned to a new job, which was amazing. It wasn't why I transitioned. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, in retrospect, like everything's connected in the universe, so it probably was part of why I transitioned. <laughs> but really, I had just been doing that job for a few years, and a, another job opportunity came up that mm-hmm. I was really interested in. And so, at the same company, and my boss was really supportive gotcha. and moved me into that position. But a massive, massive benefit was. Little to no travel. That's good. Um, we do a big. Uh, I work in communications, and you know, one to two times a year, we have sort of big um, product launch type events mm-hmm. internally, and so there was I, that always is going to require some time away from home. But it was, you know, right one week twice a year kind of thing. Gotcha. So not not, not too overwhelming. Bad. Yeah. So it it it, mm-hmm. it minimized it for sure, and then now I would say just because um, again. Now I'm in a new job and structurally at my company, some things are different. Mm-hmm. So, so there's a lot of travel to Dallas specifically, like right. that's a place that I go quite, quite frequently, mm-hmm. but also now my kids are older and yeah. it's just so much, it does get easier. So um, what was the so. youngest, like when, like how, how soon did you have to go somewhere after Mm. Oliver was born like did you ever have to I don't remember with him specifically but I remember when Finn was just a few months old I had to be gone for two weeks oh and that was awful yeah um, he pun- so let me think he was about six months old I okay because he's a June birthday and this was our January event and he punished me for months after that me wow. like not not consciously but right like, like he wanted only Josh to put him to bed and oh. you know I mean there was yeah there was just a lot of that so that was really two really weeks hard. is a yeah. long I mean long time. any time yeah. two weeks is a really yeah. long time yeah. so it was long for Josh too it was yes long for everybody. yeah with but, at that point he would have had a toddler and a six-month-old baby by himself for two weeks mm-hmm. so exactly. yeah that's a lot for dad so with my first son I was at that time only covering the state of Oklahoma. So I could pretty much do everything as a day trip for, again, it's like, you you forget, I think with the first one, like how, you know, I I don't remember a ton of overnight when he was a tiny baby. And then with my second son, I worked for a different company where I work now where I cover Arkansas. And so I did have to do some overnight. I think I gave myself about six months because I do sort of control my own schedule a little bit like whereas you are sort of like Mm -hmm. it's dictated when and where you have to be Mm -hmm. I have the flexibility um to plan that out but then on the other hand I do still need to go see my clients so I think I gave myself about six months before I had to do an overnight and it was two nights 
the trick for me always was, you know, even if I'm not doing overnights, I'm driving a lot back and forth. Mm -hmm. So I became a professional in-car pumper (laughs) with my cooler in the back and all that. And then as I would travel overnight while I was still pumping, I would have to find – I would have to make sure I had a hotel where I could get a refrigerator in my room or something. I do remember with my first son – being, I had to go up to kind of a sales meeting like you were talking about. It was only a few days, but it was in like a casino or something. And I think they had to like wheel up some kind of portable fridge for me because none of the rooms had refrigeration. So I had to make special arrangements that time because my company had chosen that hotel and I just had to kind of stay at it. And then, um, the the second time I was I could control it and I was going to Little Rock so I became well acquainted with all of the like studio like um, extended yes. stay where you have Spring a kitchen suites, you guys. yeah you yes. had the I had the microwave to clean all the pump supplies yep. the microwave the sink the fridge to put all my milk in you just need the little mini kitchenette yeah I was I was set so I think there were two I remember at least two maybe three stays where I had to find some place like that to stay because I was still pumping um, while I was traveling. And um, yeah, I, you know, the one thing I never had to do was fly while I was pumping. But I've heard that is awful because you have to, like, they have to test the milk to because it, it's a liquid, but you can't, you know, as you're carrying it on and all that kind of stuff. I, I never had to do that. So I watched, I don't know if this is common practice or not, but I, but I can speak from firsthand experience that I saw this happen, that a TSA, a TSA agent was like, I don't know if they just didn't have the test strips yet mm-hmm. or something. Maybe there was like a little delay between the liquid rule and then yeah. that. I'm not, I, I could be way off base on my timing here, but um, I remember very clearly standing in a security line and a mom having her, her pumped milk and the TSA agent being like, well, you either need to like give it to your baby or drink it. Like you, like you basically, I need to see somebody consume that before you can take it through. Oh, like that was okay. how they were okay. validating that it was. It's not poison. It was yeah. What she said it was mm-hmm. and like her baby was asleep and she was just like, uh, and they were like, you, I mean, you can put a little on your finger and like, like I remember this. Oh comment. my gosh. So That's why I drink your own vividly. breast milk in front of me. Totally. But oh. it was, but also at the same time, like, I weirdly understood. Like, yeah. you know, like, I, I get it. You know, right. You wanna, you, we want to let this woman take this on the yeah. plane with her, but at the same time, like, we need to make sure it's right. safe. And I, at least I they didn't make her dump her, dump it. Can you imagine? No, oh, I, God, the horror. I, if you have ever been around uh, a, a pumping, working mom, or, or not working, I'm sure, but Just, like, yeah. someone who does this on a regular basis and something happens, whether it's like refrigeration fails mm-hmm. or or a security issue or mm-hmm. whatever, where you are making somebody who like worked really fucking hard to pump that milk, yep. get rid of it, like rage like yes. you've never seen before. I think mm-hmm. that, I mean, that happened to me and I was not an amazing like breastfeeder. Right. Like we didn't do it for super long because right. it was just really hard for me. But I did do it some and I tried and we, I, right. I was really lucky to work at a place with like, you know, facilities for you to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I tried. Um, and yeah, I remember like 
pumping at one point and then maybe like I thought my refrigerator like I had a so I had a little mini fridge at my desk uh-huh. and like it didn't work and, and so we're not talking like a ton of milk right we're talking maybe a bottle or two and I just remember oh. my hormonal state like <laughs> weeping <laughs> over the fact that I lost because that's like an hour of your time oh probably God. at least yes. you know mm-hmm. and just like your time and then just like the emotional toll yes. that that takes yeah. on you of like, oh, Aww. are you kidding me? Yeah. So I already like couldn't give it directly to my kid. Uh-huh. And then now I've wasted it. Uh, you know, this like feeling of that. It's so, the worst. It's the worst. So anyway, I was, um, but this mom like gamefully like woke up that little baby and stuck a bottle in his face like, and they let her through. It's fine. Like, that, so that story had a happy ending, but. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's strange. Oh, I did. Yeah, I say I never had to fly. I remember wheeling up a cart, like a bellhop cart up to my room. And it's like, I've got my suitcase. Then you've got the cooler, the pump bag, the, I mean, like so many items you have to take on that work trip. And the first company I worked for, there were a lot more men. Um, a man was my boss. And so something that happens for me for work is that, um, a boss will come and travel with me sometimes. So I would have to, I think the first time he traveled with me, and I remember this guy, at that time, I don't remember. I know that his his children were adopted, so he definitely had never dealt with any kind of pumping or breastfeeding. I think maybe when my first son was born, he didn't have his children yet. But anyway, he has no clue what I'm doing. So I think the first time I had to go... There was an office, a client I work with where I knew they had a room that I could use. And so I just like, he sat in my car and I had to go up and do that and come down. And then I was like, why am I, like, why am I hassling myself? So the next time I would like drop him off at Starbucks, pump in my car, get it all situated and then go pick him back up. And he was like... Okay, let's talk about the pumping in your car because you're not riding in like a blacked out Hummer. No. So what is your... How were you comfortable pumping in your So it, it was an evolution. So, okay, my favorite story is I think one of the first days I was out with my first son, I had like the thing to go up over my windshield and I would find like a corner like of a part. Yeah, like the okay, sunshade. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I couldn't think what that was called. Um, I would find a corner of a parking lot or like where there was a wall or a tree or something like that. Um, so there was one time I was in a parking garage of like a mall, which is weird, but it was near where I was going. And I just pulled in and I was real self-conscious about it at the very beginning and didn't want anybody to see anything, you know. So I put my sunshade up and I guess <laughs> the security guard could tell there was a person in the car parked, but it had a sunshade. And I think they thought it was like teenagers messing oh, around. So I'm I'm that. pumping, you know, you know, the sound too. That's like, like, <laughs> wow, wow, wow. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I get a knock on my window and I have to roll it down. It's still going. It's hooked up. I had like a scarf or something over it, I think, where I was able to kind of shuffle and cover. And it's this poor security guard. And I'm like, Hey, just in here pumping my breast milk in the face. It's I was a man. <laughs> just like backed away slowly, like it's fine. And so, yeah. So I would start trying to be real secretive. By the second kid, like a year into it, I would just like, I mean, I would just, I would try to find a parking space that was inconspicuous and I didn't really care anymore at that point. So, so did you ever have the kind that like, like, 
were hands-free? I tried that. It never worked very well for me. Me either. I had a friend who could drive while she was That's pumping. what I was going to ask you. I could never do it while I was I driving. I bought it with the idea that like, because again, we talked about like, it was that easy for me? So it like, took yeah. a long time. So I thought, okay, if I go to our wellness room that mm-hmm. we have in, at the office, like if it's hands-free, I can like legit be on yeah. my laptop. I can be just working like yeah. I would be at my desk, but be in this you know, yeah. special space. Um, but it just never really worked for me. But I was, I, I'm not like, yeah, the, the mental picture I had in my mind was you just like driving no. down Route 66. I could not. Just like <laughs> the guns, the guns blazing. <laughs> nope. I wish I could because that would have saved a ton of time. I, I think those hands free things are really hard when you have big boobs. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, I, and mine are still big, but when I was nursing, Holy Jesus, they were enormous and just it would not all fit in my lap (laughs) and the steering wheel. And like it just, there was, there, it was too much. So I could never get that to work. I always kind of had to be still or I would have the experience. I think I tried it once and I spilled the milk on myself, which A, spilled milk, B, work clothes ruined because breast milk does not come out of anything. I still have stains on my seat of my car where it just like will not come out. So yeah, I think after I spilled it once, I was just like, yeah, I just need to be stopped if I'm going to do this. We just went into a whole like episode about pumping, which, you know, whatever, but that's part of the deal. It's it's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. So once that first, you know, year-ish was up, that was miraculous. I remember the first time I traveled um, and I was not pumping anymore. I was in Little Rock. I stayed at this gorgeous, like, historic hotel. It's called the Capitol Hotel. And I was like, I don't have to stay at the Spring Hill Suites anymore. I don't have to have a fridge. I don't have to have anything. I'm just going to enjoy this work trip because it's just, a you know, a night away. And it's not all this work to have to schedule time and carry coolers and pump in my room by myself at night before I go to bed or, you know, whatever. So... There was um, a celebration for sure when the pumping was done. But yeah, so then now, you know, once the kids are older, it becomes one, you don't have to mess with all that stuff. And then probably also easier on spouses as well, because they're not having to wake up multiple times. I think I, I waited, I know with Towns, I feel like I waited until he was more or less sleeping through the night. No, there wasn't like a 2 a.m. feeding happening anymore before I went out of town because I just was trying to do him a favor. Yeah. So my – so Finn was a great sleeper. Yeah. He slept through the night immediately almost. So well, weirdly, he was just a very easy baby. Um, but I th- – so I think that that's probably the case with us too. But yeah, it's it's a whole different ballpark. So if mm-hmm. you are you are the mom of a baby or an early childhood preschool, pre- meaning like before school age, yes, child, um, like you know, it's not all rainbows and sausages at the <laughs> other side, but it is pretty great. Yeah, like once your kids get to be more self sufficient, mm-hmm. like life dramatically changes for, for sure. the better. Absolutely. Um, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Not, ev- not everyone will agree with me on, on this one, but I am loving the age my kids are at now, mm-hmm. which is nine and six. 
super self-sufficient. Yeah. Um, you know, my husband took his first, uh, unbelievably first, really like a guy's trip, like where he was gone for like a week oh. um, over the summer. He went fishing mm-hmm. in Colorado and I, I mean, it was, it was fine. Yeah. Like, of course I missed him, of course, whatever, but like, like parenting wise from a parenting right. perspective it was fine and he and he keeps telling because I travel more for work than mm-hmm. he does and so he kept telling me that and I was like I know but like a week's kind of a long time yeah. not complaining about myself but thinking like when I'm out of town just that guilt that you right. feel that you experience um just from being away from your kids but also for I felt like my work was creating more work for my partner right and that, that's just a feeling that right you know goes both ways. Men have it, women have mm-hmm. it. But that was that was my overwhelming feeling. And he's like, really, it doesn't. Like, yeah. Really, I promise you, we are not. Well, and I think one thing it sort of because of the travel on our side of it, when mom travels, sort of forces dad into figuring some stuff out that they maybe wouldn't have had to figure out otherwise, like with a baby or with, you know, feedings or things like that. Like they kind of have to be able to handle that. And mm-hmm. that's the thing too. Like I travel so it, – it's, it's on a pretty regular schedule. I mean like every month or so I've got at least a night, maybe two nights away. So by now my husband's used to it. My kids are used to it. And he, you know, they kind of know the routine. He basically knows the drill and can get them – to and from school. He knows the deal. However, I will say, then they start getting into activities and special days. So I'm assuming in your house, most houses, mom is the mental keeper of all that stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Does Josh know like what day is spirit shirt day? He does? Not up at our house. I'm, I'm, man, Go home and give him a hug. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or whatever yes, else. Yeah. I will say that. I mean, like, like this is a, this was a great example. It was Veterans Day. And mm-hmm. so I've got two little scouts. So uh-huh. they had to, like, wear their scout uniforms on Monday. He had that all, that whole situation on lock. Everybody mm-hmm. had clean uniforms. And, um, yeah. I mean, there's funny little things that come up. Like, my youngest, who's the super picky eater. We've talked mm-hmm. about that. Definitely ratted out his dad when I got back. He was like, Dad forgot to pack my lunch. Like, oh, no. <laughs> you know, so he like was stuck with school lunch. Uh-huh. Which I, honestly, I think we should just never pack him a lunch and he would figure this shit out. Yeah. Like, you it's know what fine. I mean? Like, I, we definitely fell into a rabbit hole of packing his lunch mm-hmm. and uh, enabling his pickiness. Right. Okay. So, but whatever. But I mean, I forget lunches too. Like, sure. it's nothing sure. that. Um, so there's funny little things like that sometimes, but no, for the most part, it's pretty. I had to send this week like a very detailed, I'll put it on Instagram or something. Cause it was pretty, it made me laugh afterward. Cause it's like Thursday, you know, Bowie had Taekwondo after school. So pa- I was like, pack Taekwondo, send extra check for this. Don't forget to be at the school at, cause it was, it was parent observation day, which I missed and I was sad about, but. I got lots of videos. Anyway, so I was like, you you need to be at the school at this time. Then man, don't forget <laughs> to pack this thing. And then Friday, send the, you know, so it was yeah. this like, in our house, I mean, he's very capable once he has all that information. Sure, sure he is. But I have to sort of make a list of all those things. Like, again, like spirit day is Friday, which I, I did pick up and he had forgotten, which again, who cares? He wore a uniform shirt. It's not the end of the yeah. world. Do but, you guys, do you use, do you put calendar reminders on his calendar? So I have tried. We have a like kind of whiteboardish calendar in our kitchen that's 
probably not to that level of detail, not like remember the uniform kind of detail. I've tried just recently to start using this app called Cozy, C-O-Z-I, that's like a family app, but I have been delinquent in kind of putting, I, I haven't delved into it super deep yet. So we just straight up calendar invite like I do for work. Okay. So like I have my calendar because I'm putting this stuff on my calendar mm-hmm. just to help me remember. Mm-hmm. So when I get the thing that says school pictures are in four weeks on a Tuesday, whatever, you're never going to sure. that. I put it on my calendar uh-huh. and I just invite Josh. Okay. That's what I should do because so I have it, it on mine. On his and it shows up on mine and we do, so we've got like Cub Scouts evening mm-hmm. activities on there. We've got – and he'll do it to me too. It's just more often I am the, like the scheduler. Right, right. So I will – it's typically me sending them to him. But – because we're just on our phones. Like, yeah. Like I live and die by my Outlook calendar on my yeah. phone. And so this just, you know. Yeah. And, I, and if you don't want to put it on your work calendar, another thing you could do is like set up like a family Google calendar right. or your own personal Google calendar and just sync it so that you have both your work calendar and your personal calendar showing up on your, on I'm your like phone. I'm like Google. I, I, Google confuses me so much. I use my iCal on my phone and my iPad and I have it all color coded. Like there's a work scheduling color category. There's a home, which includes like picture day and things like that. I should send that to Grant more often. He is not a big technical you know, or what am I sorry, technology calendar user, mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't know but if don't he you would. But don't think like for work he's got one? His yes. work is I more reactive. Like, they, yeah. you know what I mean? He's not, he's not planning meetings all the time like I am. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I need to get better about that because, or sometimes with him, I think it is on his calendar, but he just yeah, needs that extra reminder, like put the uniform in the backpack in the morning. You know what I mean? Like that kind of, it's more of a day by day. Like here's yeah. what's happening tomorrow. Here's what you need well, to that's remember. That's what I love about it. But it, but it is, be, it is behavior specific. So if he's mm-hmm. not looking at his calendar or like his, like a work yeah. calendar on a digital basis, it wouldn't work as well. But for example, like part of my routine is the night before I pull up my calendar mm-hmm. for work the next day. Mostly right. just be like, oh, I don't yeah, do I need to I go in thing. early for anything. Yeah. Do I need to wear dress up for anything? Right. Is there something going on? So that's just part of my like going to bed routine. Mm-hmm. I need to know what my next day looks like. So I'm also getting all of those personal reminders in that same glance. Right. And then the way Josh has it set up is he gets his phone starts dinging, you know, 15 or 20 minutes mm-hmm. or whatever before something's supposed to start. So like if kids are supposed to wear something to school and we drop them off at 830, I'll put it on his calendar for eight, which means at 745, he's getting a ding ding that's like, don't, don't forget, forget. Scout uniforms okay. today. Yeah. So it's very like, I mean, all of this is highly dependent. It works for us because it was behaviors right. we were doing anyway. Right. And then we just like layered on the family aspect yes. of it. I think it would be harder if you were like having to change behavior. Yeah. To use this. Dig- I'm going to try it. I think I'm going to try doing the like invitation or send it to him and see if, he, if it works. If nothing else, it just ups <laughs> the odds that somebody sees it. Yes, Like if exactly. I don't see it, he'll probably see it mm-hmm. and vice versa. Yep. If it's on both of our calendars. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just like it's all on me. Right. Or him or whoever the instigator is to yeah. remember. I know? think that's – it's – yeah. I had, I had good intentions with that app and it's – again, you can color code each person. You can check off 
who's attending which, you know, if I'm going to XYZ activity and he needs to be picking up the other kid or, you know, because that's the other layer of ours, which we only have eight or nine more months of this, but because our kids are still at two different schools. So I feel, I do feel guilt. Like you said, we're not like I feel sad to leave my kids, but I feel sorry for him because the drop off and the pickup is legit an hour and a half of driving and going in and out of schools when you have to do both of the kids. So I try to like this week, the day before I left, I did it just to give him a break Mm -hmm. from having to do it. And then I got back on Friday in time to pick up everybody. So Mm -hmm. I was like, sorry, you had to do it for two days. I took care of it these other times so that you don't have to keep doing that drive. Cause that does cut into your work day a little bit. And he said, He'll just come home and work at night. You know, I mean, we mm-hmm. figure it out. But, um, yeah, it it adds another layer. But that's only for a few more months. And then we'll all be at the same school next year. Hooray. But um, I think he does a good job in uh, just sort of keeping up. But I same, he, I, he got routed out for – like letting them have extra candy after dinner or something. Cause my older son is like incapable of keeping secrets or telling lies. So, which is a great, great trait that I hope he never yeah. loses, but he has like no chill. He cannot, <laughs> he immediately starts telling me like all the things that dad let them do while I was out of town, which was pretty great. He but no chill. <laughs> he does not. It's a fun, it's hilarious. So, um, okay, so guilt as far as missing things. Do you guys do FaceTime every night? No. Like, how do you? Sometimes I don't even talk to them. And I don't. Are, <laughs> You're like, are you, are you, are you fine. Judging me? No, no, not at all. <laughs> it's hit or miss on schedule yeah. with us. I mean, look, I try. So here's the thing. <clears throat> Typically when I'm gone, I'm gone, gone. Like, I, like I'm working all day. And mm-hmm. then there's generally speaking going to be like a dinner or an right. evening thing to go to. So I have a tight window, and mm-hmm. that's like get up to your hotel room, get changed. Right. I want to talk to them. That's also typically like a really busy time for them too. Mm-hmm. Like Josh is getting home, fixing dinner for right. them, whatever. So, um, like I'll frequently text with Josh, mm-hmm. my husband, and just be like, "How was everyone's day? What's up?" He'll send me right. pictures that there's you know if anything's exciting happening, whatever. Um, but like on this latest trip where I was gone for four days, I think maybe twice I mm-hmm. talked to the kiddos and just on the phone, we didn't, right. we, don't, we didn't really FaceTime or anything. And then, yeah. So I think another pro- just evolution of yeah. like kids getting older, older is like, they're like, yeah, mom, day was great. It's fine. I want to get back to Minecraft. <laughs> See you later. Like they're over it, yeah. you know? And so, um, and yeah, my kids know. still like to – we FaceTime, and they like to get a tour of wherever I'm staying. So oh. I usually have to – They want to visualize. Walk around the um, hotel or where this, – this week it was an Airbnb, which I'll talk about in a minute some more. But, yeah, they like to see where I'm staying. And sometimes they, if I'm in a hotel like up high, they want to see out the window and see my view. It's, it's very cute. And so we will usually um, FaceTime – Either in the evening or first thing in the morning, like while they're eating breakfast, Grant will like prop the phone up, you know, so they can both kind of see me and we can kind of talk over breakfast Mm -hmm. in the morning. Um, But again, they're younger and they just, 
and my oldest just has a lot of things to tell me all the time. So that's okay. Say. He does. He, he oh mind. my God, he has so much to say because he's my child. Okay. And speaking of that, so <laughs> this week, this was new for me while I'm traveling. I had to discipline him over the phone because he has been repeatedly getting in trouble at school for talking too much. Mm-hmm. And So there's one of his teachers that I sort of get a weekly check-in from, and there was a particularly bad incident on Wednesday, which is when I left. So I get to my Airbnb, look at my email, and it's this long explanation from her of, like, everything that went down in this, like, 45-minute period that she has him during the day. And I was furious because it's we've already talked about it blah 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 so I had to do like an over the phone like smackdown basically I mean I was I was serious I was mad I was like you know this is not acceptable I had to do all this over the phone and they're kind of in the car while you know he had Grant had me on bluetooth you know talking (laughs) and I'm like you know I wasn't yelling but I was being very harsh with my words anyway then I get a call like an hour later where he's crying because it's all just sunk in what I've how the seriousness of it and he feels so bad so then we have to cry and talk and I'm like I wish I could give you a hug like it's gonna be okay you know that kind of thing over the phone so that was new I have never had to have like a serious usually it's just like hey what you know here's where I am so how did you feel when you got the crying call afterwards did you feel and I'm gonna give you options Mm -hmm. option a amazing it worked yes (laughs) that shit sunk in (laughs) Option B, oh my God, I'm so horrible. I just made a child cry. Or option C, somewhere in the middle. A. Yeah, that's how <laughs> because I was it. it was it, it was serious. Like I did not feel guilty at all. He he should have been crying and feeling bad because that's how much in trouble he was, and that's how angry I was about it. It was the appropriate reaction. Yes, for the situation. It was. I was like, okay, because I was because then the first time. I'm just getting this like, yeah, okay, fine, you know, kind of talk. And I is like, do you have anything you want to tell me about your day today? I tried that and he's like, nope, nope. And and he, I mean, he had to have known like, because it was, it was intense. Anyway, so yeah, he, I have been discussing with this teacher, you know, he, he needs to be separated from these couple of kids because they all egg each other on. And then she goes, yeah, well, I tried that. And then he just kept talking to the new person that I sat next to. And I'm like, great skill to have as an adult, I can tell you, but not a good skill to have as a first grader. So yeah, she just was like, well, you'll never have to worry about him being antisocial. Yeah. I'm like, no, I understand. So it's, yeah, one of those where I'm like, he he doesn't need to be sitting with the second grade boys. He needs to be sitting with like a fifth grade girl that is well behaved. Like mm-hmm. don't put him with these other little boys because they're all egging each other on. Like if he's at an activity table, he needs to be with an older girl. Cause there's, I don't even know how to explain this period of time at our, the school. Like they yeah. mix ages for like an hour, a few days a week. And so there's, mm. there are fifth grade girls that are in there. And I'm like, I mean, that's like a babysitter. He needs to sit with them. <laughs> 
I will and pay that girl. $10 yeah, he doesn't get to, to sit with his friends. To my child. Exactly. <laughs> Keep him in line. Keep him out of trouble. Yeah. So that was, um, yeah, 100% felt fine about it. And then got to just hang up the phone and drink my wine because <laughs> I was at my Airbnb by myself. It was great. Yeah. So pro of work travel, me time, oh own time in a hotel. Like I know for some moms, they're like, you know, just a night by myself in a hotel sounds like the greatest thing ever. And I say, yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it is. Uh, yeah. So I don't sleep <clears throat> amazingly at hotels. Me either. So this is, I was funny, our, our mutual friend, Colleen, who's mm-hmm. actually been on the podcast before. We might've talked about this on her episode, but she, we've had a conversation before where it's like, you know, you're a grown up when dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Your house is more comfortable than like a Hilton or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not not necessarily like fancier or whatever, but like you're no longer on like the hand-me-down mattress. You're right. not like you control your environment in such a way mm-hmm. that like I have a pillow that I like. I have the flannel sheets that are cozy <laughs> that I like. I have a badass mattress that mm-hmm. I like. Like I control my own temperature. Like yeah. I have my home sleeping situation on lock. Right. Then I go into a hotel and I'm just like, oh, yeah. You know, it's pillows it's a very too nice flat. Hotel, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just like not, you know, that's how because back in the day, like I remember in college, like spending a night in a hotel was just like damn Fancy. like so nice mm-hmm. compared relative to my right. current my living situation at that point in my right. life. Right. Okay. So I don't love staying in hotels or right. Airbnbs or anything. I just I'm never gonna sleep as well mm-hmm. as I would at home. Um, I toss and turn. It's just never as comfortable. I, you know, miss my honey. Right. Like it's just not. No one to snuggle with. Exactly. It's not amazing. But set aside the sleeping, Mm -hmm. everything else, of course, it's whatever you want on TV. It's turning your phone to Pandora and like rocking out Mm -hmm. with the tunes up in the morning while you're getting ready and nobody's like coming in to like ask you about the cornflakes situation. That is what's amazing to me. I'm like, I can get ready in 30, 40 minutes without being interrupted 20 times. Like, which means then you can theoretically sleep in later because you're not like just everything. My whole morning gets condensed. Yeah. Um, I, I never leave home now on a work trip without, like, my suitcase full of, like, masks yep. and things like that. I'm like, yeah. okay, I need to um, – like, I haven't done a charcoal mask in a while. <laughs> I'll take my deep conditioner. Yep. Like, I mean, I just, like, knock down mm-hmm. – like, knock through the list of, like, to-dos. Yeah. You have all the time mm-hmm. to, like, sort of get all that self-care sure. done a little bit. Sure. I love it. And usually, like, on my trips – I'll typically it's like a two night trip and I I'm taking people out and entertaining clients at night but I usually give myself one night to like order room service and do all the face masks and all the things and then the second night or one of the nights is take clients out and usually that lasts late enough that I just go to bed when I get home but it's so nice to just have that little bit of time. And like you said, just the dumb things. Like I like to turn on the today show while I get ready. And we, a don't have a TV in our room. B don't have cable. So it's not even a thing at home, but it's like, Ooh, I can hear this. Yeah. Yeah, It just gives me that like, you know, a little bit of background noise. Mm -hmm. So it's fun. And this last trip, and I've done this a couple times now where I'm, at an Airbnb with another – I haven't ever done one by myself. I think I would be creeped out by that. But um, with another person that I'm traveling with and um, 
so that's kind of fun too because we like can sit up and like have a glass of wine together before oh, we go like to bed it's like a girl's night and this time we actually had a girl's night because we had some clients come to the airbnb also and hang out with oh us my God, but the dopest job it was Sarah. so fun it was so fun <laughs> i do i'm not even gonna lie like but par- party back at my airbnb it was it was exactly what we did it was so fun and, and then in the morning we this time we each had a, our own bathroom so we got up whatever i woke up early because of the sleep thing it was like very quiet in there and I kept like it was like an old house that it, it was beautiful had been redone and I kept having these weird like wake ups like thinking what if there are ghosts in here yeah, definitely. isn't that weird like I totally there probably were yeah just kept having that thought and then I couldn't sleep so anyway woke up early but just got up got some coffee brought it back to my room kind of like answered a few emails hung out and then what she kind of did her own thing and then in the morning. We came down and had a cup of coffee together. She went to her appointments. I went to mine. Like, it was great. So that's a nice little twist on it that sometimes it's nice to have, like, a travel buddy with work like that. It's been – it's different. makes it – I like the Airbnb thing. We kind of brought some groceries back. We had her coffee. We had mm-hmm. her breakfast. So it makes it fun. And I definitely enjoy that. And I have one more work trip this year and a couple – uh, like calendar year. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> Little Rock in two or three weeks. I can't yeah. remember. I ha- I may have like a, a one nighter or something, but yeah. um, I think I'm pretty much done for the year. But then we start off January with a, like a full week. Oh um, yeah, out. So yeah, yeah. But you know, like we said, it's not all bad. No, it's fun. I enjoy it, especially now that my kids are older. It was mm-hmm. harder when they were little, but you know, sometimes. Yeah, people will say, does that get to you? Like, you know, it's, you know, it's a lot of travel. Or you, do you get tired of it? And I'm like, no, I like also, it. Also, and can I just point out, no one ever asks a dad that question. No. Mm-mm. So, yep. just marinate on that. Yep. And I'm not suggesting that there are zero differences between moms and dads. There are, especially some biological ones, mm-hmm. i.e. our pumping conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, now that all of that's kind of water under the bridge for me, I just feel like no one being doubts. a working parent. Mm-hmm. Whether it's not – it's not a gender-specific thing. No, You guys not probably have the same challenges in a lot of ways and the same – you know, things they like about it in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. I don't know if they're doing charcoal masks. I don't know. Dads, Maybe they are. hit us up on Facebook. Tell us what you do on your work trips. I'm really curious. So Maybe we don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so this was our um, – I think it's our – Final non-holiday specific episode. So We're get going ready. Real deep on the holidays. We are. <laughs> it's going to be all holiday <laughs> every <laughs> week. <laughs> yep, for the rest of the year. So we'll be at, we'll be back next week. Bye.